Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, the podcast where people like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the physical and mental weight so you can feel better and live the life you want in the body and mind you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating, overeating, binging behaviors, and move to a place of freedom with food and your body, you're in the right place. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. Hello, everyone. Hope you're all doing great today. I am going to talk about ways to lose weight for good without feeling like you're on a diet. So this topic comes up a lot in conversations with clients I have and how feeling like you're on a diet actually can lead to self-sabotage of your goals of getting your results. So this is a really, I think, important topic to get a handle on and figure out how to reach your goals, how to get your results without feeling like you're dieting. So for anyone who struggles with weight loss, disordered eating patterns like overeating, emotional eating, binge eating, yo-yo dieting, you will know how it feels to go on a diet, right, in quotes, or uh, be on a diet. It actually feels pretty terrible most of the time. I think initially when someone decides they're you know, going to go on a diet and they're doing this thing or whatever, it feels pretty exciting and you're motivated and so you can have these good feelings about it. But over time, it, it's a pretty icky feeling to feel like you're on a diet all the time. So things I hear often and things I've thought myself when trying to drop weight are you know, this is so miserable. I'm hungry all the time. I constantly feel like I'm missing out. I can't eat anything I want. I feel so restricted and deprived. This feels so not fun and I just feel miserable. And and this is why when we're thinking this way, all those thoughts lead to feelings of defeat. And this is why losing weight then gets so difficult. The, the belief is to, that to lose weight that you must go on a diet and then you think all those things and feel all those awful feelings, but, but what if it was possible to lose weight and lose it for good, to keep it off for good in a really different way, in a way that feels exciting and not restrictive and it feels enjoyable and it feels doable and I am here to tell you it is possible. There are typically two ways or two methods that I use to help my clients to lose weight for good. So I usually work with two types of people wanting to lose weight and or just create a healthier relationship with food. And this first type of person wants and is ready to be really precise, measured, and calculated. And they want macro numbers to follow. They want calorie numbers to follow. They want information on specific foods and food timing to help them lose weight in a really structured way. And they enjoy that structure and the process. Other clients I work with might try something like this and it ends up backfiring because it takes too much time and energy that they you know, currently don't have to give. And for them, the structure and preciseness is just not a benefit. And for these clients, we go immediately into a different process or method. We you know, might think of things more like um, we work on 
I work on educating with them things like portion sizes, uh, what a typical day of food might look like to lose weight for them. That includes the foods they enjoy. So my point is, it's, it is important to understand what type of person and or type of method feels okay to you, which way feels better and true for you. And this is where journaling on this or working with someone else to help you figure out which way might be the best to help you quickly uh, help you lose your weight, get to the results you want, create that healthy relationship with food. And working with someone can help you assess what might be the best way for you to try first. And choosing the best, best method for you really does make a difference between giving up and being able to enjoy the process and staying consistent. And remember, consistency is the one thing we really, really want and need to practice for permanent weight loss. So what way works for you will easily become part of your everyday routine and isn't a big deal. And that's just a piece that you want to think about when you decide to make changes to your food or I'm going to use quotes here, go on a diet, right? But really, we're not going on a diet. We're, we want to work on lifestyle changes for permanent weight loss. So another part of the weight loss process and that most clients have success with is planning. So if I can get my clients planning their food ahead of time and doing a little pre-cooking for the week, it's pretty easy to get some weight off of them. But for some clients, this is literally not possible. They don't have the time to meal prep or plan meals. They function more with grabbing food on the fly or grab and go. And this works too. So helping these clients learn how to order from restaurants or even fast food places or the things that you can grab at the gas station. And by the way, you can still lose weight eating like this. I have so many clients I've worked with who are uh travel for their job. They're on the road all the time. And so they are pretty much functioning out of gas stations or restaurants or, or those kinds of things. And we have gotten them to places where they are losing weight and not feeling like they're dieting. The point is there are all kinds of possibilities to lose weight for good. So really finding that spirit of openness that you can lose weight for good with a lifestyle you enjoy is really important. I have watched a few clients in the past and there are some people out there who seem to be able to go forever counting macros, counting calories, years even. My, my concern with this is that for the most part, most people eventually end up not wanting to do this for the rest of their lives. So it can be a real benefit to learn how to count macros and count calories and understand what foods contain what, because it does teach you what foods work for you to maintain a weight loss or what macro numbers help you lose weight. So, you know, I always like to think of tracking as an education process, but eventually we're not going to do it forever, right? We're not going to live this way forever. And, you know, my goal and concern in helping people is sustainability. So even with my clients who really love planning and the macro counting and the calorie counting and all of that, I do eventually start moving them into a more intuitive way of eating. And I focus with them on creating a healthier relationship with food. And for the other group of clients who absolutely do not want to be counting macros or tracking food at all, we really just start out learning what foods work and what don't work for their bodies for weight loss and or weight maintenance and what will be sustainable. The decision on which method to start out with really depends on the individual's wants, needs, past history with foods, goals, lifestyle. And the goal for both types of clients are always the same, to create a sustainable way of eating 
for health, weight loss if that's the goal, weight maintenance that is enjoyable, doable, and doesn't feel so hard or difficult. And where you're not thinking about food all the time or having this restricted mentality of I can have this, but I can't have that, or this food is bad and this food is good. No, you know, we're not doing any of that. It's about creating a relationship with food that is at ease, that is not stressful, and that is really just living in the body you want and that feels good and that is healthy for you. That is the ultimate goal for both types of individuals or clients. Uh, For both types, we focus on figuring out how to lose weight with the foods that work for that individual and what they enjoy, how to still be able to eat these foods and continue to lose weight, where we can use the foods that are available to the client. I help a fair amount of, um, well, I will say in the past, I've helped a fair amount of adolescents lose weight and get healthy. And often they are limited in the foods they can have as their parents are the ones who stock the fridge and pantry. So we have to work with limitations on choices sometimes. That is just a fact of life. So whether a client can cook at home and plan meals or you're more of a grab and go or like to eat out or whatever, to make a way of eating sustainable, your way of eating needs to be tailored to you and your lifestyle. So let's talk a little bit about the stress of dieting. The stress that comes from thinking things like, am I going to know what to do in a particular situation? Am I going to have to take a scale with me to the restaurant? What can I and can I not eat when I eat out? I have no idea what to do during the day that will give me weight loss. It's this unknown and it's these stressful thoughts that come from not knowing what to do in specific situations. And what I find is most people when they go on diets, the feeling that they will almost always talk to me about is feeling confused. Um, They may have a real specific plan, certain foods they're supposed to eat or things they should be eating, but then they hear information on some other new fad diet or you're supposed to be fasting or you should be carnivore or you should be low carb or Um, you know, I should be eating these foods, but now I'm not sure. And what about this situation? What about that situation? What about this gray area? And so there is just so much confusion and therefore stress, uh, in the body and really, really, truly the body actually already knows what it needs for health and staying at a healthy weight. It's up to us to listen and to unlock that knowledge. So here are things Um, that our brain starts to do. It'll think things like, I don't know if I should have it. Can I have it? You know, our brain starts wondering, um, is that okay to have it? You know, is it, it, um, is the scale going to go up the next day if I do have it or you have it and then the scale does go up. And so you're left wondering, should I maybe not have had, you know, what, what was it that made the scale go up? It's like all these constant questions in our head and it is overwhelming, and it is energy draining. And this confusion, this sort of thinking really does end up keeping us stuck where we're at, not to mention it's not sustainable. It is too overwhelming, it's too much confusion, and this is what keeps us stuck. And so all those thoughts are what are keeping us stuck in that space. And when you start to feel confused or stuck, 
that is typically where most of us give up. I know I definitely do. And when we recognize it's not working, this feels too hard, um, dieting is too hard, and most of us just go back to our old ways of eating because that's what's comforting. That's what we know. That's what fami- what's familiar. And that helps us not feel so confused and that helps us not feel stressed. And you know, then we kind of go back to that old way of eating. We start gaining weight or putting on weight and we tell ourselves, yep, so that didn't work for us. And we're right back to where we started, even though we really, 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 truly wanted to lose the weight, wanted to change, wanted to get healthy. And the confusing part really can be completely dropped. Um, you know, if you can help guide yourself or if you have a guide to help you make decisions to you know, get your wise mind talking to you or have someone offering you wisdom around all these issues. Um, and I've talked about it before. I personally have used a coach. I um, even recently used a coach again. I often will hop back in and, um, you know, hire her up for a few months, you know, if I'm struggling a bit, um, as well as with a therapist. You know, I've done this multiple times in my life and every time it is so helpful. It really does give you a sense of having some support, some encouragement, some help in making decisions. And, you know, I, I've talked um, in the past on some epito- episodes about decision fatigue and that's a real thing. That is when we just have too many decisions to make and it's too much energy, we get exhausted and so we just give up. And so sometimes having someone with you to help guide you through the process can be extremely helpful. Or if you're really good at journaling, using your journal tactics to talk to yourself from your wise mind can really help you be that guide for yourself. You know, I do love it when clients, you know, say to me, well, what's going to work? And I'm able to offer that to them. That doesn't mean there's not experimentation or that it doesn't take some time you know, it's not like I can tell my clients exactly perfectly all the time what's going to be the easiest way and what's going to make them drop weight. But I think because, you know, I've had a lot of experience here and, you know, I really work together with my clients in partnership, um, helps me be able to figure out a lot of those things quicker together. So how else does it feel to be on a diet? And really, I hear most often, and I personally feel the same way, that it really feels pretty freaking miserable. And when I've tried to lose weight in the past, it was always because I believed I was going to feel happier at a specific weight or um, you know, I wanted to fit back into my clothes that I had worn for a period of time. And it was so miserable to feel hungry all the time. Um, I even got to a space when I was dieting and restricting heavily that I was just super depressed. And then when the scale would go up or wouldn't move, um, and I'd cr- keep trying things and nothing would work. You know, it was really, really miserable. And when I kind of um, discovered this new way of being able to be patient with weight loss and figuring out a way to really enjoy it, to really enjoy um, experimenting with how to drop weight off and keep it off, you know, I used to think, um, and this was in the past, that I had all kinds of gut issues and had to eat a certain amount of something because I was athletic and an athlete. And so I sort of had this story. My point is I had the story in my head about my weight, my body, what I needed to eat, what I shouldn't be eating. 
Um, and the, the truth for me was that story I was running was just so not true. And so what I did for a few years was just really, um, you know, getting clear with what the truth was for my body. I, I really got into dropping the shame and how can I just experiment and be okay with weight going up sometimes, but how can I experiment it with ways of eating, with what might work for my body, with my ways of thinking about what I was doing to get the results I wanted. And so telling myself a whole different story is really what helped me drop that sort of diet mentality, that feeling of um, you know, being restricted or I'm on a diet all the time and this is awful, um, that, that negative feeling of being on a diet. So this is really important for you as well to think about what's the story that you're telling yourself about dieting. Um, my guess is it's pretty negative and that's why you're feeling pretty negative. So when you recognize and figure out that weight loss does not have to be a miserable experience and that it actually can be a really enjoyable process of connecting more with yourself, connecting more to your body, to really healing that relationship with food, it's really kind of amazing. So that supportive, connecting, loving relationship with your body, you then learn to drop those thoughts and feelings that this day is going to be miserable because if I want to lose weight, it's just going to be so awful. I'm not going to be able to eat anything I want. I'm going to be so hungry. You get to drop all that. You, you get to create a place where you think, I am eating things that serve me today. I am nourishing my body today. I am figuring this out. I am creating this very healthy, loving relationship with my body, with food, with myself. This is actually a really amazing experience. And when you are experiencing this amazing experience, you are that less likely to go back to your old ways of eating, to go into emotional eating or binging behavior. And that's part of the trick. And this is part of why or how we want to create that sustainable, relationship, healthy relationship with food that keeps our weight exactly where we want to keep it at, keeps us in the body that we want to be in, gets us to the body that we want, and keeps us there. When losing the weight is so miserable, we tell ourselves, there's no way I'm going to be able to maintain this. And we really can't. Because if you're miserable in the diet that you're doing, that is not going to be sustainable. It's just not going to happen. So taking the time instead, putting your time and energy instead into figuring out a way of eating that supports your body and feels so good to you that it's going to be a no-brainer once you're in maintenance. It's going to be no big deal to eat like that for the rest of your life. I help my clients figure out how to listen to their own bodies, how to figure out what their bodies are telling them in a way that's simplified. Learning to listen to our bodies is a skill. It can be learned. And when we are able to listen to this, it helps us drop the weight and be able to maintain the loss in a very sustainable way that's much more effortless. Learning how to listen to and trust our bodies. And again, this is an actual skill set. You can learn this. There is not one client of mine who has had the exact same protocol of eating, of food, as calorie macros as another client. I, I really believe that's why I can help people change and stay that way because each person has a specific protocol for them 
that works. And every client, every person is different because we are all dealing with different nuanced circumstances, body types, food preferences, different health issues. And this way of doing things, finding out exactly what works for you feels so amazing and true and right and peaceful and at ease. Those feelings, when we experience those feelings, that's what keeps us willing to engage in our behavior that gets us our results. It really does create a brand new healthy relationship with food, with our bodies, with ourselves. And once that becomes established, right? Once we have those new relationships in place as habits, it's really, um, well, it's really amazing. (laughs) And then all these other things in people's lives open up because they figure out, you know, this is a really effortless way to lose weight and keep it off. And they don't have the food chatter anymore. They don't have the body chatter. And now they have the time and the energy to put into other parts of their lives. Time to start getting on to the other parts of their life, the other goals and dreams they might hold. The focus comes off the food and the weight. The focus can now go to other goals and dreams. So here's your practical strategy. Here's your homework for the week. Grab a notebook and answer this question. What is the sentence that pops up in my head when I ask myself, if I had to take my best guess, what method would work best for me and my lifestyle to lose the weight I want to lose and to create a healthier relationship with food in my body? Write down the sentence that comes to your mind after asking yourself that question. This is your starting clue as to what method you should pursue first, whichever comes out from that journal question. You know, is it calculated, structured, and planned? Or is it going to be more intuitive and style? And by the way, as you go through this process, I have clients who start out much more intuitive where we're just talking about different lifestyle changes, different, you know, how to, how to shift different portion sizes of food who do that for a while. And then they move into wanting to be more calculated, structured and planned by like tracking food and following calories. Like, but at, but by that time, that does not feel like a restriction to them. That feels easy and doable and they enjoy it. So anyway, make a decision on which way to go first and then just choose one of those strategies. Um, you know, if you want to try an intuitive style, one idea would be to wait to eat until you feel hunger. And this is one way to tune into your body and begin to listen to it and execute it today. And for one full week, um, I use the hunger scale with many of my clients. I teach them how to practice that. And this is part of it. If you want to try the more structured method, make a meal plan, uh, simply just for breakfast for the next week and focus on following the plan, following through on just the breakfast that you had planned. These strategies are going to give you the feedback you need to begin to figure out which method might be better. This is the process to begin to figure out what's going to be comfortable for you and how to begin to lose weight for good, to lose weight that's sustainable, and or create a healthier relationship with food without feeling like you're on a diet. It's all about lifestyle. All right. If you found anything useful from this episode, would you please take the time to subscribe to the podcast, give a five-star review, share it with a friend you think might find it helpful, post it on social media. Any of those things are so helpful um, in keeping me getting a new episode to you every single week. All right. Thank you for listening and we will talk soon. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N. 
and get in touch with questions on all things I offer, like online courses for overeating, weight loss, goal attainment, and also my coaching and counseling services. Thank you.